Hello my friends, welcome to episode 49 of Tina For Real. I am sorry, didn't get it up today. Was just sitting there doing some work and I thought, you know, something doesn't feel quite right. And then I suddenly realised I had not recorded one of these and uh, even though I had actually written out a few notes on what I wanted to talk about, so I should have done it yesterday, didn't completely slip my mind and uh, so here I am right now and um, this is probably going to get to you a few hours later but thank you so much for tuning in and and for those of you who have left reviews and ratings I really really appreciate those it's great to see those coming in and hearing that you are enjoying these episodes and those of you who have reached out to me on social media or on Instagram on Facebook um, thank you guys so much for sharing the podcast with your family and friends your community your followers Uh, That really helps me to kind of get out there. And uh, yeah, so let's kind of dive right into it. So today I thought we would talk about um, racing downhill uh, because this is something that if you don't prepare well enough for it, it really can come back to bite you. Now, Boston Marathon has already passed, but there are some downhill marathons in the fall. And I know that I did California International a few years ago and I wish I would have prepared better for the downhills even though they weren't that aggressive there was just a lot of rolling downhills and uphills which came back to bite me because we had not prepared enough for those hills and uh, so I thought I would go over today some ideas so you can start thinking about it if you do have a race coming in the fall that might have uh, some uh, downhills that you can prepare for so that you do feel better on race day uh, when you know that you've done what you can to be ready Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a marathon then you know whatever race you're doing if you if it is going to be a hilly course uh doing some downhill preparation is only going to be able to help you so today I thought I'd talk about downhill racing and and how you prepared so you know obviously if you are going to be racing on a downhill or have a race that has downhills you want to make sure that you are running on some downhills now you can kind of do this multiple ways you want to make sure that some of your regular runs are on you know hilly courses now that doesn't mean you run the downhills fast and kind of uh, push yourself where you shouldn't be Um, And it also doesn't mean that you have to kind of keep the same pace. Uh, You want to be letting your body tell you what what, um, you should be feeling. And if you are running those uphills and downhills, remember that your pace probably will slow because the the time you're going to gain from running downhill does not really balance out with what you're going to lose when you're going uphill. So just prepare those to be a bit slower. You still want them to be nice and easy, but it's going to help you just to do some downhills, do some uphills as well, uh, if you do have them in your area. Um, and the second part is doing workouts with downhills and long runs in particular. Now you want to find some downhills that are reasonably aggressive, but you don't want them to be so steep that you are you know jarring your knee each time you land or you are kind of running strangely because in a race you're realistically probably not gonna just be flying down a really steep hill Um, and if you are you you need to do some other preparation to make sure that you are you know not risking injury but um you want to find some hills that are definitely downhill and they definitely force you to kind of lean forward change your form slightly but at the same time they're not going to make you a higher risk of injury um 
So you have to kind of think about what your race is going to look like. Now, I mentioned Boston Marathon earlier. Now, that's kind of known for being the downhills in the early part of the race. Uh, Now, comparatively, New York has the downhills in the um, later part of the race. So that obviously means that you should be training slightly differently with those downhills if you have a a course for example that has downhills and uphills in the early part and then it flattens out towards the end you know what do you think you should be doing in your workouts doing some downhills in the earlier parts of your workout and then flattening out onto a flat road Um, when I was training for California International which does have the hills in the early part of the race we would do my first few repeats of whatever it was a mile or something like that uh on a downhill so I would do I think maybe a mile or two's worth of downhill running and then we would go on to flat ground you know I'd kind of have a I'd either jump in the car with Steve and drive to the the flat ground or if you you know have somewhere where you can run downhill for a while and then it'd be flat at the bottom that's even better but um you know that's a great way to mimic it and but in the same way, if you are going to race a uh, race a course that is mostly flat in the first half, um, but gets hilly in the second half, what do you think you want to do? You want to do some flatter stuff in the early part of the workout and then go on to some hilly stuff. So you really want to mimic it, you know, use the percentages. If over half of your course is hilly, then over half of your workout should be hilly. You know, you don't want to get too caught up in the in the details of well there's a hill at mile 12 which is you know just under halfway so I should do a hill at just under halfway it doesn't have to be that exact but you want to try and give it a rough estimation of where the hill should be within your workout so you want them to mimic it but on a bit of a smaller scale now Um, it's important as I mentioned earlier that when you are doing these hills you want to lean forward enough at the hips so a lot of people tend to kind of jut their neck out push their head forward I mean if I say that to you you probably can feel yourself doing it like kind of turtleneck essentially which by the way I keep doing in photos I don't know why what just what gives me the reason to do this Steve keeps commenting on it every time I take a picture I will like stick my neck out like so the not the veins the muscles in my neck kind of like bulge out and I keep doing it but I but when I'm doing it in the photo I feel like I'm just smiling really big but I'm like jutting my head forward anyway that's a side note um but yeah you want to make sure that you're leaning at the hips now most people kind of lean at the shoulders that's where you will round out and kind of um you know, as if you feel like you were going to round forward, you would round at the shoulders, but you want to make sure you're rounding at the hips. So your whole upper body is staying as one straight line. So you want to keep your, your head pushed back, keep, um, you know, imagining that someone is pulling a string out the top of your head. So, um, it's keeping it all in line. You are, or you could think about, um, you want your head to be, um, as if you had like a stick going from the top of your head to, Uh, the bottom of your spine it should all be touching that stick where your head is and where your spine is but you're going to lean forward at the hips so that's where it's going to come from that will help you run down the hill faster that will allow your feet to be underneath you when you land you want to be really careful not to jam your knees like I said earlier Um, and that is going to happen if you start overstriding on downhills and it's very easy to overstride on downhills where you land with your heel in front of your body But if you lean forward, that kind of helps bring your hips underneath you, which is going to help your foot land where it should be. 
Um, so if you are overstriding, if you do find that you're landing in f- with your hips in front of you, um, you know, get someone to take some photos of you at some point. And if your heel is hitting the ground before, um, like with your, uh, um, heel and knee in front of the mass of your body, you know, you're really starting to risk your, yourself some injury here. So make sure you make some changes. There are plenty of articles online about how to run downhill. I do actually have one myself, so you can go to tinamuir.com find that. Um, the next thing is eccentric strength training, um, which is basically means like a slower tempo. So if you were going to do, um, let's use something simple like a, a squat, you would be lowering for let's say five seconds and then you would stand up quickly. So it eccentric training just means all about slowing down that movement where gravity is trying to pull you down, particularly if you have weights in your hands and you're trying to, um, gra- sorry, gravity is trying to pull you down quickly because you have these weights in your hand um, and you are trying to slow it down so that you know, that gets your body used to running, um, that gets your body used to the same pounding that you're going to have with um, running downhill. So eccentric strength training is really important. On that note, Drew and I do have uh, seven spaces left on the Running For Real Strong Stars strength training program. And uh, we would love to have you join us. Drew is really good at making eccentric um, focused uh, training programs. And in particular for anyone who really needs um, a program, if you have a goal race coming up, Drew will tailor it towards you, make it exactly what you need for your race, your weaknesses using videos. So if you'd love to join us with that, um, I really would recommend it. But if not, make sure you get to work with a good strength trainer who does understand about that and is going to be able to help you um, with those kind of exercises um, next you want to practice with your shoes when you are running downhill as you would probably guess your feet will move around a lot more and it can be a lot easier for your feet to jam into the end of your shoes um, and uh, I have definitely had an issue with this when I was training for California International I had an issue with my one of my toes where it kept jamming into the shoe one day when I was practicing those downhills and uh, I ended up needing to take a few days off because my toe was so painful that I couldn't even get any shoes on and uh, it completely uh, bashed my nail the whole thing fell off and uh, so I learned the lesson the hard way but you really want to practice your shoes you want to tie them correctly using the lace lock method Uh, I would look that up online if you haven't already done it maybe I could do an episode explaining how to do that I could try but I don't know if it that might be too difficult to understand but maybe I'll think about it see if I can do that but you want to use a lace lock technique you want to make sure they're tight enough make sure there's enough room make sure they fit you well and make sure your body can handle running down hills on them because the last thing you would want is to get like a quarter of the way through your race and your toes are absolutely killing you because they are just jammed into the end of your shoes so keep that in mind Now, when you're training like this, you want to expect some soreness. Uh, If you are running on downhills, those do tend to really pound your quads. Uh, You will feel it more in the race towards the end. You'll feel it more in training. It's going to beat up your quads a lot more as they are dealing with the impact of trying to slow you down. Um, Or I guess trying to break. It's not slow you down as such, but it's trying to 
you know, make sure that you don't fall over. And so it is going to be a lot more impact on your body. So keep that in mind that you are going to be a little bit more sore, which might mean you need to take your easy runs even easier. You need to, you know, give yourself plenty of rest. Think about recovery. This is where for me, Perfect Amino by Body Health comes in really handy. If you haven't tried that, um, you can get 10% off uh, at bodyhealth.com if you use code TINA10. And they do have a 100% money back guarantee. So if you don't like it, you can get your money back. But um, that's where that comes in, you know, taking ice baths, uh, getting in some Normatec boots if you are lucky enough to have some of those or whatever tactics you might have getting in the pool to, you know, ease some of the soreness. There's plenty of ways you can get rid of soreness in your body and uh, downhill training is definitely going to be something you need to keep in mind. And finally, if you do not have hills in your area, uh, I know that can be difficult for many people. There are some treadmills that do allow for um, declines. You can also, there's a few um, explanations online of how you can kind of rig your treadmill to allow you to go downhill and uh, try and find some overpasses. Uh, those are kind of the, the I guess, last resort. But um, chances are somewhere in your area is going to have an overpass, somewhere that you can kind of run downhill. You have to be very careful, um, but you know, if it's a last resort and you pick your time carefully, you might be able to use overpasses um, and, you know, roads that uh, might have a bridge and things like that to, to practice downhills on. So I hope this was helpful for you. Um, if you are racing a downhill race, I wish you the best of luck. Or actually, if you're racing any race, I w wish you the best of luck. Uh, tomorrow I will be answering a question in the ask me anything section once again if you could leave me a rating and or review on iTunes that would help me so much and I will give you a shout out if I see your name on there um, as leaving me a review I will give you a shout out on a Friday episode and while you're there if you could leave a running for real uh, rating if you do listen to my uh, weekly running podcast running for real um, I would really appreciate it um it helps me so much. My numbers are starting to go up, but not as quickly as I hoped they would. So um, any sharing that you can do really helps me so much. The podcast is definitely what I'm focusing on right now. So um, you helping me goes a, goes a long way. Uh, tomorrow I do have an interesting episode. I think you're going to enjoy that one. And uh, well, I guess both episodes, the Tina for Real and the Running for Real. And I hope you check them out and I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thanks.